talking with the best luminary sounds. Uh, yeah. Independent artists. That's Susu Studio. Oh, my boy, Phil Collins. You hear, them, you hear the screams? Yeah. Oh, it's going down. This is the infamous Luminary Sounds with Junior Ledo, Francois the Great, and Missy Talks. That's right. Hi. Happy you, day. You looking great today? Thank you. Oh, Thank you. you always we- looking great. Francis, you looking debonair? Yeah, Francois the Great tried to come in here. I was getting comments about the lime green. Okay, okay. We're still from the team we're, over here. We're missing a comment still. So. Yeah. I told you do you look nice. Okay, there I we go. Like all right, all right. Now we're, we're all complete here. <laughs> uh-huh. We all are complimenting each other. We have a there crazy we show today. We do. We do. Crazy show. We got oh. Stacy Ryan, the jazz queen, going to be in a building. Yeah, the jazz queen is going to be up in here. We want to find out just how much you know about jazz, oh. Miss Stacy Ryan. So you got some surprises wait. for her. We got some surprises I for you. Wait, and I was hoping, I was like, I prayed last night. I hope Francois the Great <laughs> come up with some great jazz <laughs> for the jazz queen. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we also have Harold Lewis as well, UCLA lecturer and entertainment and finance executive. He knows his stuff. Oh, at Oxnard College, it was crazy, right? Oh, it was amazing. It was nice to see his lecture. Yeah, we there. were all there. We just took a mm-hmm. nice little visit, and we he did. was going in. I can't wait to hear him inform everyone else about of course. The, the movie industry, you know, of course. everything that he does. So, man, what do we want to get into? Do we want to get into the weekend? Well, it was really cool. I think one of the things we could get into is, uh, you know, my man Junior Leto and I always oh. have some business ventures because we're always trying to expand the Luminary Sounds brand for the team and, wow, wow. and for, for everybody here. And and Junior was able to uh, connect us with a nice uh, rooftop gathering at the Roosevelt Hotel earlier in the week. And it was a lot of fun. And we, we had a good time, met a lot of great people. Um I'll, I'll let Mr. Leto oh, you let me go. Okay, well, first of all, it's um it's strange how things happen. Yes. Um, there was an individual in New York City that needed a DJ, right? My friend said, "Let me call somebody in California. I'm gonna call Junior." Calls me up. I hit up my boy Q. Shout out to Q. I know he's listening. Q. Q was like, "Yeah, I could be the DJ at the rooftop." I left it up to them. I have nothing to do with anything that's about to transpire. The next thing you know, Q can't do it. He gets somebody else to do it. Somebody else comes through. They say, hey, you guys so gracious, we can only give you two passes to come through. I say, okay, I'm going to go with Francois <laughs> Gray. We enter the building, and it was the craziest thing that I think I've ever seen. One of the craziest nights of my life. Well, first, we got to start off from the beginning because he calls me up. He's like, the Roosevelt. I was like, man, the Roosevelt is nowhere. It's, it's near me. I know how to get there. Right. We get there, and there's a security guard that does not want us to go up <laughs> to the rooftop. So hating on just, the just guy. hating on us. He's like, where are you guys going? Who are you here for? Yeah. And and then of course Junior's just like, look, this is who I know. This is who we're here to see. And the guy's like, oh, they do know these people. Like, yeah. Let's let's let them up. Yeah, it was it was um it was it was different. So we went, it was just it was a really good time. Met a lot of movers and shakers. Oh in, yeah, in our I, industry. Yeah, I, I, was really, really shape, cool. you know, it's Strive Collaborative. Shout out to them. We're talking to people that are with Ivy. What is it? Ivy. What is it? Uh, uh, Ivy Park. Ivy Park with Beyonce's line, and then they they did some work Adidas, for them, and they yeah. do a lot of work for them. So we were kind of like we're just little minions in this big pond of people. So it was really overwhelming the type of people. We're now the one thing about. I would love to mention before we move on is we. I was sitting there wondering as we're going up this elevator, Missy. I wonder what this presidential suite looks like. Not knowing that when we get up there, the presidential suite is connected to the rooftop. So we got a tour 
Uh, yeah. Of this place. Yeah, it was nuts. I, it, uh, it was lambskin on the wall. Lambskin on the wall. <laughs> lambskin on the wall. Oh, my goodness. It was, it was it, insane. It was, it was crazy. Golden tubs. It was it was yeah, nuts. Yeah, it was like, what you is better this? better be careful where you're, wherever you're at. <laughs> I know, seriously. So we, we have a good night. Francois yeah. getting kisses from the ladies out there. It's, it's, been, it's going down. The night was amazing. We had some great connections. We leave. People from uh, uh, Blue Ivy were like, hey, check this out. Ivy Park. Ivy me. Park. Yeah. We're like, yo, we're going to this jazz thing. Let's go. We're yeah. like, hey, we have nothing to do. The night's still young. Let's right. ride out. So we we go to this, uh, I don't know. Thompson even Hotel. Thompson Hotel. So the music is vibing, Missy. It's great. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, I know that sound. I know that voice. It was a strange thing. We walk up and it's Caleb Minter oh, performing live. That. And we were like, what kind of night, night is this? <laughs> I know. This is the craziest it was, night. Ever. It was crazy. I'm Caleb, so happy you guys had a good night. Oh, Caleb is singing and he's like, stop singing. He sees us and he walks over to us walk, and it gives us that. Everybody's looking at us like, who are those guys? <laughs> exactly. It was one of the craziest nights. But shout out to Caleb Mintz doing his thing. And shout out to you great. for knowing people's voices. Because we just walked in. I'm just like, who did you just hear and where are we going? I'm real fans of the other people on the show, you, man. You know I voices, really man. I'm like, so who is that singing? You know who, okay, so you guys had a great weekend. Yeah. Okay, so you guys were doing that. I went to a comedy show down in Ventura, so I went on mm. the opposite side, and I went to go see Mac Beats. Oh, oh, shout out to Mac Beats. Yes, Mac Beats. He's really funny. Oh, he he's was good. He was the MC, and then he helped, like, or not he helped, he announced, like, three or four other uh, comedians. Yeah. Mm. And I want to say he was the best comedian on stage, and he only had he only had a couple seconds in between sets to say he's, oh, so wow. how funny he's, he is. He's that good, yeah. You he's guys, that good. we Beats. need to do, like, a team thing and go out and shout see out him. Shout out to yeah, Mac Beats. Awesome. Um, I talked to him, I think, like, less than two weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, we had a good conversation. Good. Um, and we were talking about, you know, where he's going with his career, what he's trying to do. Wow. So, you he's know, making things happen. Yeah, he's making things happen. And, and he's uh, from this area. Yes. Yes. He's from this area. He's doing man. He's the man, bro. We had him on our show when we were just getting started. So to have yes. him on right now, when we're oh, in wow. full effect with our segments. Yes. Uh, when we're on point, you know, that's kind of what I'm looking for. So. Oh, man. Shout out to you, man. Continue to do your thing out there. Oh, absolutely. look forward to seeing you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, um, the, the weekend was great. And I'm so glad you got to support him, Missy. Was he a yes. shock to see you there? What was his, what was um, his reaction? He was like, oh, my God, you're here. I'm so excited. Thank you for supporting kind of thing, uh, you know. So that's always love. Yeah, it was nice. That's good. That's and awesome. everyone, everyone was like, "Mac, go, Mac! You're the best. You're awesome." So that hometown a, love. He has a following, <laughs> yeah, but not even the hometown love. But he has a following. Like, oh yeah, he's, I'm sure. He's if, doing especially things. if he's really good at his craft, like you guys say. I'm sure like his following's gonna get big. Since then, I've seen him almost every night. I, on, on Instagram, like posts that he's doing different shows. Oh, like he was in LA, and then that night he was over in Santa Barbara doing a show. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Man, it's the hustle. It's the hustle. It it's is. The hustle. And, and speaking of the hustle, we have a request to be heard on our sip to your light it up. All right. And this is going to be, uh, I believe it's Naya Lavina with Tell Me Why. But here's our drop. Let's go. I'm going to start this week off fresh. The harmony yeah. is on point. Let's put them in Roto, okay? Oh, oh Roto. I will be lighting it up because I know it's a good song and I know it deserves to be in rotation, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll on back. Let me slide on back. I hope Junior. we're lighting it up. So. what do you think? What'd I'm sipping tea. No, no. <laughs> Lit it up, you get into rotation, yeah. Pivet, and we move further <laughs> with our next topic, sir. Yeah. 
<laughs> Let's go. That's what catches me for this song. I can't without you. Oh I just like, I can't, I cannot, I can't. It's just not for me. your feelings? <laughs> I, I lit it up. She lit it up yeah. with a huge disclaimer. But she lit it up, right? I'm okay. lighting it up. Yes.
Uh, yes, indeed. That's uh, Naya Lavina would tell me why. All right, Naya. So we're gonna get right into it, Missy. You want to go first with sip to your light it up? How you feeling about Naya Lavina? Well, well what, what am I supposed and to keep do? Keep it real. What am I supposed to do? I don't know what you're supposed to do. Let me know. Some of the lyrics to the song. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, right. okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead I'm go. lighting. I'm go um. I'm lighting it up for that song. I loved it. Okay. Um. I I kind of like the the voice at the beginning. Um. Although I I don't know. It kind of it kind of sounded it sounded a little off, but it, it was cool. And I loved her voice. I loved the lyrics. I have to say, give me the song name again so I can play it on repeat while I drive down okay. the road crying, crying, and screaming and yelling. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, okay. All right, okay. next. Yeah, okay, next. Okay. So for me, uh, Nai, you have a beautiful voice. Your voice just really just is what that makes that track just go. I mean, the beat is very simple, which I enjoyed. But, you know, as well, just from your voice alone. I'm lighting it up. Just okay. great job. You're lighting it great up. Great job. You're lighting it up. Okay. I am not spoiling the party. I'm going to light it up as well. Now, interesting enough, this was the second submission. So, you know, when you know you don't succeed, you try again. I'm trying to think what the name of the first submission was uh, as well. We're I gonna could, have to look that up. I could find I could find that out in a little bit. But yeah, yeah, so I think this was just a lot different. Yeah. The song was a little too airy for me, a hmm. little bit too much, but I can get past it because I do like the tone of her voice. Oh, sure. her voice is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm glad it, it shows that, you know, not only were you did you submit before, but you're still working. Safe to say. That's what yeah. it's called. Safe to say. What's so eight, eight vibes. Wow. So, I mean, that that's cool. You're still working and, and we love that. Continue to send us stuff here at Luminary Sounds. We would love to have you up here one of these days. So Absolutely. Continue. Absolutely. So working. We, we, I have actually, we have Stacey Ryan in the building and we'll yeah. be like, this is Groove Theory. Let's go.
Yes, indeed. That was uh, everybody's favorite groove theory. Tell me, who doesn't love that song? But of course, I love, I that, love song. that song. I love Mel Larue, uh, right? Bryce Wilson, right? My boy, you let's know. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, listen. It is a special, special moment. It is very special. We have Stacy Ryan in the building. Luminary sound. She yeah. is here. Yes, the, I'm here. The one and only jazz queen. Jazz, the queen. jazz queen. Let me give you some stats. I'm sure stats. you've heard that before. I I've gotten it a couple times. Yeah, so <laughs> let me let me get these stats out. You know, she, first of all, she got over 14.6 million YouTube views. Man, 1.4 on, t- on TikTok. Stop playing. She made a song and got signed to Island Records in 19 days, bro. Man, swag. You are the jazz queen. I mean, you know, I kind of just like gave myself the title and it like no one ever said you're not that. So I was like, okay, let's, let's just keep it there then. I the, am the jazz. The self-proclaimed. Okay. Self-proclaimed. So word. speaking of jazz, is that your favorite genre? Jazz? Um, yeah. It is? Yeah. I went to school for it. Okay. So um, it's just like it's infused in everything I do. Oh, I love that. And I, I just that. think it's such an underappreciated genre, especially like that's what days. I'm talking about. I you knew know? you were gonna say something because you you are that's jazz. What I'm he about. he is a jazz fan. I mean, it's so good. It's so good. It's what, so what, good. what instruments do you play? Um, I piano is like the instrument that I played the longest. Okay. 
Um, and then in high school, I played the trumpet. So I okay. don't play anymore, but I probably, like, if I picked it up and started practicing, I might be yes. able to, like, play. It's like riding sure. a bike. Okay. Um, I took up guitar in quarantine. I've started the bass a little bit. I'm learning along the way. So you took up the gu- guitar in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because wow. my brother, ha- I didn't even have one. My brother had a like an electric guitar, and I would just go in the basement that's, and just play guitar all day. That's wow. really awesome. So, just for some of our listeners that are not familiar with Stacy Ryan, let them know where you're from, how you got started. Because I know Junior mentioned some of your great your accolades, and it's outstanding. Yeah, you know, so, that's just a little bit, bro. That's I just to, a little I bit. To talk, you talk know, about Times Square and everything else. Oh, I, I mean, so many. Exactly. So. You know, if you could get into some of that, that would be great. Yeah. Okay, let me let me try to make this condensed. <laughs> um, so I'm from Montreal, originally. Canada, so in the house. Oh, Canada. Um, do you say A? Uh, I don't think I do because I've spent so much time in the States. When, when did you come to the States? So I've been coming like on and off since October of last okay. year. Okay. And I've been like, you know, just writing and doing stuff, but... I I said before I went to jazz school, so it's the schooling in Quebec, the province that I'm from, is like hey. really complicated for no reason. Like you finish high school and then instead of going to like get your bachelor's degree right away, right, you get like an associate's degree first. Wow. Okay. So, but it, it, for us, it's called a college degree. So I have a college degree in Canada, which <laughs> okay. is an associate's degree here. Okay. And I did that in jazz interpretation. So that was the program wow. that I was in, and vocal was my instrument. Nice. So I had classes uh, like every week and arrangement classes and all that stuff. And then I graduated that, went on to university to get my bachelor's now in the same program, jazz interppretation. But halfway through, I was like kind it, of feeling this like... Is, that's dog? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. She's the, she's the best. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Um, halfway through, because I started talking with my manager and I was like, I kind of want to take a semester off, see where I can go. You know, you never know, right? Right. So you I never gra- you never if we never try, how will we know, right? <laughs> um, I graduated my semester on December fifteenth, and then December 29th, the Open Verse Challenge video went up, and then everything oh, wow. changed. That's like fourteen nuts. days later. And then what was that? Island just calls you. <sighs> that somebody was... sent you a DM. So wow. When everything was blowing up with Don't Text Me When You're Drunk, I was getting emails from record labels in my inbox. It was like, hey, this is so-and-so from Capitol Records. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow, that's exciting. So I was just like, I You didn't hang up on him? I mean, I didn't even know what to (laughs) respond. I was like, how do I respond to this someone from this huge record label? Right, right. So I just forwarded everything to my manager and changed so it wasn't my email in, like, my bios anymore. Because I was like, I was getting bombarded with emails. Wow. And then I, I, that was the most Zoom calls I've ever had before because we were talking to every label, we were talking to every publishing company, so and so agents. So you got to pick who you wanted to be with. I mean, it wasn't like I didn't have a pick out of like all of them because you know mm-hmm. you go through, you meet them, and then you do like the offer part and stuff like sure, that. So there's sure. more than just like one step. But okay. I'm so happy that we ended up with Island. They are literally the best. That's awesome. I bet best they're happy team. with you. I I think so. Yeah, it's been really fun recently, especially with everything happening now with Fall in Love Alone. Yes. And yeah, yeah see, that was a way long-winded answer for where we started <laughs> no, it's, at. It's okay. It's okay. We needed to know. It, it makes sense, yeah. it makes sense yeah. to me. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. It's good. Um, I do want to play this. We had a fan, right, that created something because you were here. So I'm going to play it right now. What? I, it's, it's a little shocking, but here it is. Okay. I'm going to give you a little snippet. <laughs> okay. 
They did tattoo. That song is so like hidden. What? That's amazing. Can you send that to me? I absolutely will send it. So we have a surprise. That person is in the room. Oh my gosh. You take who do you think it was? Is it you? It was I wish it was me. So was it you? (laughs) No. My God. Who is it? There's is it There's got three more left. There's three more. Is it you? No. No, oh one, two more left. Oh my god. Was it (laughs) you? It was not. (laughs) So it was you. Wow. Isn't that great? Shout out to you. Shout out to Top 10. Top 10 with the remake. I love that. You know what? I feel like that song gets overlooked because it's so old and like I wrote it way before I ever started anything. I think well, it's great. I want I want to send, well, send me that. Definitely, well, definitely. There's drums in there, too. There's more to it. Oh, my God. Amazing. Can't wait to listen to the whole thing. Car on the way home. <laughs> well, yeah, well the what happened home. was, is uh, Drew Top 10, our videographer, uh, he also is a producer as well. He makes music. Very, very, very talented. And he says, yo, I got this idea that she comes through. I'm going to go ahead and remake, sample her voice. And I'm like, That's sure, awesome. go ahead and do it. So he sends me a few variations. I'm like, yo, this is, this is dope. I think she's going to like it. And... I love your action. I great. love it. That's great. I want it. That's great. That's, That's great. Awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Man. So I got to get something out the way first. I normally do this when people get in. Uh-oh. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I got to get my signature right that here. That is the nicest poster of me I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Well, that's okay. It, She's it, blushing. Yeah, so basically, oh yes, uh, this is what Luminary sounds. We definitely appreciate you. We have so much. To, we haven't even got started yet. But, you know, yeah, for Luminary Sounds, we, we love your music. We love your growth. And we're, we're fans. Oh, my God. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I'm so bad at this. What do I write? Well, you, you get to practice you better, with you us. You have to start practicing. That's so true. Whenever people, like, line up after my shows and they're like, just write something on my shirt. I'm like... <laughs> What do you want me to write? And they're like, oh, anything. And you I'm can like, practice right there. Oh my God, you can practice? I just, cool. I just kind of know, I got to like talk out through my scripts. That's okay. Well, while she's going and getting the signature, we're going to play her song, Fall in Love, alone.
guys ready for Francois? Of course I'm ready. Yeah, I don't know if Junior's God. ready. Uh, uh -oh. Yes, I am. Uh -oh. I'm pretty sure we tied last week. But before... <laughs> uh, no, Question one. Okay. I'm going to go with A. I'm going to go with A as well. Both of you are correct? Yeah. Look, soon I'm going to have some music going behind that. Let's yeah. go. Francois Facts featuring the lovely and talented Stacey Ryan. Are you ready? I am ready. Are so, you ready? I think so. So Francois Facts is basically a game that tests your music knowledge. Okay. Oh, she, she gave me that look like, watch, get, watch her win. Oh, he's, he's putting on the shade. You got to get gotta, ready. Gotta, let's go. Let's go. Oh, here we go. Let's go. So I'm every stressed. week we do different categories. This week, the category... We got the jazz queen, so you know it's jazz. Oh God! I hope I don't disappoint this thing. Oh, no. She's gonna win them all. I don't know. Here we go. Question number one. Okay. What is what city is considered the birthplace of jazz? A. New York City. Hmm. B. Chicago. C. New Orleans. My answer is C. I'm gonna go with. C I'm going with C, San. The answer is C. New Orleans. Let's go. Come on, man. Let's right. go. That's a freebie. Even my boy's like, come on. I thought I was going to have to like, I didn't know there were multiple choice. I was like already like, and then you're like, A, and I was like, okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we're, good. we're good now. I got a 33% chance. Question number two. What was the first record that was commercially released? First jazz record that was commercially released. Is it A, Larry Stable Blues? Is it B, King of the Bag Bagaloons? C, Cleopatra had a jazz band. I'm gonna go with the Bagaloons because it sounds. I'm gonna go with. Spiffy. I don't know, but I'm gonna go with so A. So you went with B. I went with B. She's, yeah. she's a, going with A. a. Oh, we got tiebreakers. She's going with. I'm, not, I'm really Stable not sure. Though. I'm okay, really sure. and Missy. Can you repeat it, please? Okay, so what was the first jazz record that was commercially released? Was it A. Library Stable Blues? <laughs> B. King of the Bagaloons? C. Cleopatra had a jazz band. I'm gonna say A. Okay, so two A's and a B. The Watch answer is C. A. Woo! Right. Right. I'm down. Okay. The girls are. It was the blues. Are winning. That's what. That's what gave girls me. Girls are winning right now. Let's go. You know what it was? We have five questions. I didn't think. Time. I didn't think the the answer you chose. Like I didn't think at that time people would have wanted to listen to that song. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that the the name could have been Bag you know. Loons. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. know. I took a guess. I lost. That was one I just made up. Just for the time. <laughs> oh, oh, what? Yeah. Bagaloons was made up. So oh, there you go. Are you serious, <laughs> man? So good job. He tricked us. That's so pretty good. So question number three. Wow. Who is sometimes referred to as the queen of jazz? Is this... Oh, she's shaking her head. I oh already my know God. who it is. Oh, my <laughs> God. Is this A, Lena Horne? B, Billie Holiday? C, Ella Fitzgerald? Not uh -oh. even a question. Okay. C. For sure. I'll also go with C. I mean, I can't die alone. <laughs> C. Look at these tag-alongs. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is C. Ella Fitzgerald. Can right. I say D, uh, Stacey Ryan? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think she should win off that answer, man. That was Before clever. There, that was winning already. That, that was clever. That was clever. Before that, there was this jazz queen, yeah. there was yes. uh, the jazz the queen. The jazz queen. And that is all for your Francois facts. Okay, we're going to be right back. This is Don't Text Me When You Are Drinking with Francois the Great. Oh my god. Stop texting me. Stop texting her. Please don't text me when you're drunk. I don't text you when I'm drunk. Ooh. I don't 
With Missy Talk. For entertainment, fashion, and music. She got you. She got you. Missy's Trending Topics, we're going to talk about celebrity gossip, pop culture, the current events, stuff that's going on in the world. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. All right, The Rock. Yes. Okay, well, it's not really about The Rock. Technically, it's about his daughter, okay? So his daughter is going to be following in the WWE footsteps. So Simone Johnson, a.k.a. Ava Rain 
made her WWE TV debut this month. So she actually began training in February of 2020. So it's been a long time coming. And something surprising to hear, she's actually going to be the first fourth generation wrestler in WWE. Wow. Meaning her, we all know her dad was the WWE Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Her grandfather is Rocky Johnson and her great grandfather is Peter Mavea. And Dwayne The Rock, he says that she is fiercely independent, doesn't come to him for a lot, which he respects. And I just think it's pretty cool that they are, uh, he's following or she is following the family work so i will have to say um what do you think about kids following in footsteps and what would you do if your kids wanted to follow in your footsteps i think personally it's a cool thing as long as they enjoy what they're doing and they're not just doing it because mom or dad does it but it's something they really enjoy and it's something that they love if it's something that they're like you know what i've loved this it just so happens that my dad or my mom does it Mm -hmm. cool you know because you know that's to me that's great but then you have some that are just like oh the pressure's on me because dad does this and mom does this so i feel the pressure so let me let me give my swing at it and it's like no you don't really have to do that i mean i think it's cool i mean especially this is the fourth generation like you'll Mm -hmm. hear families that's amazing where they're like firefighter families where there's like fourth generation firefighters or fourth generation police officers i just never thought there'd be fourth generation wwe wrestlers like that is so cool i've never heard of that so his the rock the rock's dad was a wrestler and yeah he, he was and then dad? his dad's dad wow. oh my yeah. god I, I didn't know his didn't dad's know dad was a wrestler i didn't know that um yeah. that is interesting that is yeah. very it's, interesting it's in the blood body slamming is in the blood it's in the blood i guess and <laughs> ava, ava rain is gonna make it rain blood man oh, wow that's wow. pretty good missy i should i should try out to be the, <laughs> the, the commentator. Yeah, i mean that's, that's pretty spot on yeah. okay all right. right um and so how would you feel if you do have any kids in the future or um, if they wanted to jo- follow in your footsteps, um, <laughs> I'm just like, or nieces and nephews, right? Well, no, like music is just a really interesting career. Okay, you know it's so a lot of the time, and I don't want to sound like pessimistic, but a lot of the time, like people, so such talented people never get their shot. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't wish that life on someone who's like just doing their passion and trying their best. Yeah. And I'm not like, I definitely had a lot of luck on my side, you know, with everything that happened. And I don't know if I would want like my kid to like fall in love with music and then like never get the shot you know does that sound terrible of no me? no not at all yeah. you're you're looking out i'm for trying them. to be realistic you're trying I to look guess. out for them right but i mean like music is so like it's the best like it's the best career Aww. when you can get into it. it's like yeah. you're not even working right because yes. you're yeah. i mean there's definitely work involved yeah. but like yeah, most yeah. of the time it feels really really good you know right. she's like you good but you just not that good <laughs> if, <laughs> if i were to have followed in my parents footsteps i would have been like uh or like my family wanted me to i would have been either a nurse mm. which okay i'm not a good nurse like at all you <laughs> like probably I, would be missy no i've tried it i just oh, i don't like it, it i've tried really? caretaking i just it's okay, not, it's okay, not yeah. for me it's hard yeah it's very just hard. not for me yeah, so i'm like hard. no thank mm. you i don't want to be a nurse um or i would have been a teacher because my family has a bunch of teachers. You go with people, so it's so funny that you're like, yeah, it's not me. Yeah, it's not me. Mm. And um, if I were to want my niece or nephews in radio, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the same with you. I'd be like, you know what I tell them? I'd be like, it's fine to do that. It's fine to do that, but you know, uh, make sure you have a backup. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm I would like. Hum. Yeah. Unlike for sure. Me. <laughs> I literally hey. never. I was like, it's music or nothing. So, so like, yeah, y'all, it's happening. What, what, what were you doing uh, before? Before so, music, like, did you have any desire to do anything else outside of music? I always wanted to be, like, maybe when I was, like, I don't know, like, 10, I was like, I want to be a writer. Like, I want to write oh, books cool. and stuff. Because I used to read a lot when I was younger. Well, but, go hand in hand, writing your songs, right? I guess, kind of. I never used to write songs. I would just, mm. like, write, like, stories and stuff. But then as I got older, I was like, wow. it's really music or nothing. My parents like, you sure you don't want to, like finish your degree you know even though it was in music it's still good to have a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. just to have mm-hmm. and i was like mm, it's really music or nothing <laughs> so i was like i, I was kind of banking on it to work out really? could we possibly but, see a stacy ryan play one day or something i mean do you have your guitar you want to play something i mean i play can something? i don't I mean, know if there'll ever be a, a play like a musical actually sarah Burrell no, did it we'll, we can go yeah, to break we did. go to break she and you did. can tune your guitar yeah, let's let's that. do that we're gonna go to break and tune your guitar let me yeah let me get something in here um everybody it's, loves it's gonna be cool and we'll be right back this is stacy ryan and i'm rocking with the infamous luminary sounds the number one radio broadcast for independent and emerging artists um i thought it would be fun to bring my guitar and play the play the song that's kind of in the moment right now so this is fall in love alone I'm familiar with unrequited I know you got a heart that's undecided Just like mine It takes its sweet time I've been trying to dive into the deep end Cause I don't really want to lose a good friend But I might Find something divine It's electric every time we touch I've been living for this hairbrush But sometimes it's too much If we never try How will we I don't want to fall in love if we never try. How will we know, baby, how far this thing could go? Give me a sign if I'm on your mind. I don't
gracious. Thank you, guys. The room is speechless. Man, over here doing this in one take. One take. Amazing. Thank you for oh that. That was really my pleasure. We had our own little um, concert. Yes. yes. I'm so glad. Um, wow. Stacy Ryan and, the, wow. and it goes it segues right into what I want to talk about. You you did a rendition when you first started jumping on the gram by Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite renditions ever. And I knew you were inspired by Tori Kelly. Mm. I just I, I wanted to bring that up because when I heard that rendition, then I hear this. Oh, man. Amazing. So what are some of your who are some of your influences? Because I love both Tori Kelly and I love both Stevie. I love Stevie Wonder as well. So just, you know, let us know some of your influences that really inspired you. Honestly, I have like influences from so many different places and like eras kind of yeah i grew up like my dad would play music on his stereo every weekend it'd be music from like the 50s and the 60s mm. and the 70s and so that's why i started hearing that kind of music and i loved it mm. and then i when i was like you know before i was at 10 and under i was listening to what was on the radio right so yeah. in the mid 2000s you know you had like avril lavigne and like um black eyed peas and i was listening to that because it's on the radio so yes, yeah and then when I went to high school, that's where I started kind of discovering like more jazzy stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to, um, so where you get your associate's degree, it's the school name is called CJEP and it stands for like, it stands for something. It stands for that little, oh, it's, that, okay. it's an it's, acronym for something. It is. Okay, yeah, and it's just right. like, it's where you go to get your associate's degree before right. you get your bachelor's. Okay. Um, so in CJEP, that's where I started like learning or like really discovering neo soul, mm. you know, like Erica Badu, Hiatus Coyote, and then wow. also mm. like more R and B stuff, like yeah. Tori Kelly, Jasmine Sullivan, yes. Yeba, all that stuff. Wow, mm -hmm. everyone you named are like so specific in their voices, like they're like great, they, great, singers. great singers. Yeba, mm -hmm. wow. Yeba, dream collab. Yeba, if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, call does me. anybody ever? Um, you know, say you sound like someone else because I hear a little bit of Ariana Grande. Oh, I've in, that before. In your riffs and when you sing, so you've you've heard that before. I've got okay. that. But I get mm. Tori Kelly the most for sure, definitely. Tori Kelly for sure. People are like, "You mm -hmm. are her," and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I am not her." But we definitely have the same, like, especially with like the acoustic and the yeah, riffs. Like yeah, we're in yeah. the same mm -hmm. lane for sure. Wow. I also get Gracie from Lawrence too. Okay, right? that's interesting. Just probably because like the soul rap, I mm. rasp me a little, but she's like out of this world i, I went on that. i went on tour what a compliment with them what the biggest Huge. compliment yeah. and she's just she was killing it every night live mm. you said and you went I on tour like, with her uh, with them with oh, lawrence with them. okay um yeah. so i was opening for them for like six dates back in march man in the wow. nice midwest <laughs> and like i've been to, i went to indiana never been there like okay. that midwest and it was so fun because watching their show every night like they're just all so talented i saw you in pennsylvania over there I by the, the cracker barrel oh I was at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I even bought the shirt. I have a Cracker yeah, Barrel shirt. Cool. Of course I did. Oh, I'm, course a East, I'm an East Coast guy, so yeah. I, I really It was so good. It. I yeah. would go back to Cracker, Cracker Barrel like the, right now. Cracker Barrel. Let's See, go. There's a difference between a Cracker Barrel over in the Midwest oh, right and missing. a Cracker Barrel over in California. Because I won't have Cracker Barrel here. They do. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's like Popeyes in New Orleans and Popeyes in California. Right. It's not quite the same. I haven't been to one here. I've gone. Cracker Barrel? You don't need to. Okay. Me too. For some reason, they have the blandest food. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, it's weird. 
I don't know. I thought the shortage on seasoning. That's all. I thought the vibe, like yeah, like you know, off off the freeway, like the randomest exit, and you just have the Cracker Barrel right there in the middle of nowhere, (laughs) like Pennsylvania. It's perfect. Yeah, the vibe was on point. So let me ask you: Do you play um, all your performances with the same guitar? Uh, I do. Good you question. Do. Okay, mm. I do. Yes, I I got this one specifically like right before I went on tour, and we got it's a mini actually. If you notice, it looks small. Actually, okay. it probably doesn't because it fits like how like big I am compared yeah. to it. Yeah. But if I had a full size, it would be much bigger. Okay. Because mm. I wanted to, it would I wanted something that would be the easiest to travel with. But mm. even then, traveling with a guitar <laughs> is the worst. I don't know. I really like your suitcase for it. I mean, that's been through. Like the cargo place in the plane, like because technically by law a guitar is qualified as a carry-on, but sometimes the plane is too small. Sometimes the airline is just not having it, so they're like, "You need to gate check this." And every time I'm like, "I am nervous about doing that," (laughs) yeah, but I don't have a choice. Come on, TSA, leave the guitar alone. Of course, it's your trusted and safety like instrument. So I know a lot of people usually have names for their instruments. Do you have one for yours? I do, and I'm really glad you asked. Um, <laughs> I've been dying to ask this. I know. Um, my guitar's name is Blossom. Okay. Oh, because it has sweet. a Bubbles counterpart. Okay. And we're missing Buttercup. Okay, oh. from the Powderpuff oh, Girls. Wow. Girls. Powderpuff Girls, unite. I mean, I didn't even, you know what's crazy? I didn't really watch the Powerpuff Girls. Like, I guess, I mean, I was in that era. I guess it just like, yes. wasn't my thing. Okay. But I think my guitar looks like a blossom. For there everyone, you go. obviously, she's can't very see pretty. It. She's like reddish. She has like nice um, yeah. wood. What do you call this? I don't know. Eyelashes. Like, no, like the the the, the, the wood the, grain. The grain, yeah. The grain on the neck is wood like grain. it's different colors. It's pretty. It's pretty. It nice. is really pretty. Yeah. So that's blossom. Is. Oh, that's All right. Well, awesome. she's looking for the. Uh, what are you looking for again? Buttercup. Yeah. So if anyone wants to name their guitar Buttercup, let me know. Okay. Because then you could be in the. <laughs> you, you'll be in, in the. the you can be in, in the thruple. You'll be in the circle of friends. The circle of trust. <laughs> right. well, well, speaking of the circle of trust, uh, we have a young and a reckless. Oh, here we go. And it deals with music. So are oh. you guys ready for this? Yes, we're ready. So here we go. So here's the young and the reckless. You guys ready? Here we go. Okay. In this week's episode of the Young and the Reckless. A man named Gibbs joins a music band. Not Gibbs. The band starts to grow with popularity, and they reach the Billboard Hot 100. The Hot 100? But one day, the lead singer quits the band, and his ex joins the band. Not the ex. Yes. Gibbs' current girlfriend wants him to leave the band that's popular right now. Should Gibbs leave or enjoy making beautiful music with his ex? He's about to get popping. What should he do? Oh, this is like a moral thing. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you first. <laughs> you yeah. first. Guess first. All um, so, so you understand the scenario, correct? So if just run it back. So Gibbs yeah. joins the band. Lead popping singer off. leaves. They're popping. Lead singer leaves the band. His ex girlfriend comes in. Is it his ex right now, or they're still together at this point? Ex right no, now. his ex right now. now. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. So his and ex his, joins the band. Ex joins the band. She's Ooh. a singer. Mm. The band's mm. popping. Yeah. But his current girlfriend's like, you have to leave the band. Ooh. Gotcha. Okay. Has has he given his his now girlfriend any reason to like doubt his intentions with his ex? That's a good question. Because if she's just saying that purely off of like, oh, your ex is in the band, you should leave without having proof of them like read whatever, if anything is going on, mm-hmm. then I feel like it's kind of unfounded. Okay. Because it's also oh like... And he, and he should stay, is what you say? Yeah. Okay. Because like... He loses his girl though. He does lose his girl. He loses his girl. 
Does love I mean, win? It's, or does it's, music it's win? It's love over over success at okay. that point, and also mm-hmm. like your passion of your career. But then okay. it's also the passion of your love life. So honestly, if that was me, I would be like one. I don't. That's hard. And you in a Billboard 100? You popping? You popping? Billboard 100. But see, <laughs> like you have to think about it. Like, what's gonna be more fulfilling? I guess for you in the long run, like it's if you somebody- leave and then your girlfriend breaks up with you a month later. And then you left the band, or you leave the band, then you break up, and you, your girlfriend would have stayed by you. You know, like you can never really know. Yeah. I just, I, I feel like, I mean, if would they, you leave? Would you leave the look, band, or would you? Are you staying and you playing? Look, all homie has to say honestly is just like, look, man, we popping right now, but I'm gonna go solo eventually. That's it. Okay, so good. But she wants to know: Are you leaving the stand right now? Next. He's staying. He's popping. I mean, I, I so would you, stay. You would stay. That, I would your... stay. But see, the thing is, if the ex is, if the if the girlfriend, current girlfriend, is actually smart, the question would be, are you gonna go solo eventually? Oh, okay. And if he says yes, hang around. But what if he? She's like, no, I'm. I'm not trying to be a solo okay, artist. Then, then I mean, we we popping in these streets. <laughs> Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Missy. What are you doing? Are you leaving? Are you staying? Mm, I think the guy should stay in the band. I okay. mean, it's he's if they're popping, he should stay in the band. And um, as the girlfriend, I wouldn't like that. But I, I probably would just take myself out of the situation. Would you be open to like talking about it though? Yeah, I'd be open to talking See, about it. I feel it. like the way like the situation is set up, she I just flat it. out said like, "You leave the band." Like right. there was no reason for her to. I get the ex may feel like threatening in a way right 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 but i feel like if she really loves this guy she should she should let him over yeah yeah like she should pursue his dream that's why i'm leaving she should put her jealousy underneath like proud of him for his success yes i'm leaving so you're okay so you're leaving no that's a leaving yeah you said i misspoke i'm staying in the bed i'm staying you're leaving the relationship you're leaving the relationship i'm staying as the girlfriend as the girlfriend, I would never. That's a great ass song. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. What go song ahead. is that? And I'm telling you. Yes, yeah, yes. So. I love that song. Oh, I love that song. I was listening so to Dream, Dream Girls um, last oh, week mm-hmm. on the great Dream Girls. Girls on a drive. So, Missy, you were saying as a yeah, girlfriend. What would you do? As the girlfriend, I would never ask the guy to to leave the band because that's the same thing well, as asking like a married man to leave his wife. Like it's just not, it's never happening. It's not going to happen. That's a love, yeah. Right. That's so, right. it's very true. So right. why would I even ask that? I think if it bothered me that much, then I'd be like, this person's not for me. I'm bouncing. Okay. Right. Yeah. I would leave the the boyfriend who was playing with the girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. Okay. But if he gave you no reason to, would you I would feel leave? so uncomfortable. I really? Would, mm-hmm. I have to have, like, my mental health. Mm, but wow. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it on him. I wouldn't, right. I be, wouldn't like, be like, this is a me thing. Sort it'd be, of. Yeah, I'd be like, this is a me okay. thing. I can't deal with it. At wow. least I know my boundaries. I know my boundaries. <laughs> I can't well, deal with it. Well, that's good. I love I love the answers here. That's yeah. awesome. I hope you never get put in that situation. I honestly was just thinking about it. I was like, I hope I never get put in that situation either. <laughs> you don't want to no doubt Gwen Stefani type. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I'm, I'm I think playing, I'm playing, good. Playing, I'm I think I'm good. Hey, we'll be right back. This is uh, Station Ron with Deep End.
next segment of do tell we get to know the real you i'll ask a series of questions but some may require further detail are you ready to play do tell you look so scared <laughs> there we go um i was so scared i couldn't speak for those lights. <laughs> i am ready okay you're ready here we I'm go so ready it's so vibey in here right now it is a vibe in here right now for the people like that it. are listening the lights are off and it's a little scary right now and it's, it's not, a little spooky it's for a little, little Halloween. It's a little Halloween. It's okay. Halloween-y. If you were, uh, would you rather be trapped in an elevator or stranded at sea for 24 hours? Oh, elevator for sure. Oh, I'm scared of that. <laughs> it's just because like the sea is so vast. <laughs> it's so gigantic. Mm. You're in the middle of it. Where are you? The elevator, at least you know where you are. Right? I, I, I watched Tom Hanks. I think I could survive it. Animals can't get you. Uh, oh. In the elevator, but animals can get you. You know what? That's <laughs> right. Good point. That's right. No elevator for sure. Okay. Okay. Easy. Would you Would you be comfortable with someone dating your ex? Yeah. Oh, that's the first time we had it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Really? I mean, it's your ex. You're not together anymore, right? No, but people keep feeling. But you I guess know, it, it depends on how it ended. Get petty. It would depends you, on how it ended. Would you, know? you be comfortable? Look at Missy. Look, she's shaking. She can't even speak right my now. My face. I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I, it it, it happens. Like my ex. From like a couple years ago, is dating someone new, and that's completely go. fine. Okay, okay, new or your friend? Or your friend? Oh, not really my friend. Like okay. someone I I know, acquaintance, w- fine, w- but yeah. not like a, a girlfriend. Oh, that's what you meant. A girlfriend. Would you feel comfortable oh. if your friend was dating your ex? Your, oh, oh, girlfriend. Oh. That's why we said this is the first time. You we know what? I see no. my face. I'm all. <laughs> okay, that's why I was like, what, what, what's the big deal? I know. Okay, it depends how close the friend is, and it depends the situation. Because if you can tell, it's like actually legit. Okay. Then you can't really stand in the way gotcha. of that. Okay. But if you know it's just for like 
petty reasons or whatever. You yeah. absolutely can stand in okay. the way. I mean, I don't think I would stand in the way either. It would just change on how I feel about the situation. I got you. Okay. Is there, you is there a certain song that makes you dance every time you hear it? Mm. You, so many of them. Oh, gosh. Okay. Maybe like, ugh, that's the most difficult question you could have <laughs> asked me right now. <laughs> Maybe like, Never Too Much by Luther Vandross. Oh, I like that Never one. Too much, Never Too Much. much. You can't, you can't okay. help. Or like, or like a, um, Want You Back by Jackson 5. Hey, That's I, another I, good I one. I love those yeah. two. Okay, okay. Uh, this, is, this is our question that gets people every time. If Elon Musk is having a conference and he offers you $1 million to teach a lecture in the nude, are you taking the money? Who's watching me do the lecture? <laughs> Everybody at the conference. But it's not like live streamed or anything. No, not and live. Phones streamed. are not allowed. Phones are not allowed. I'll do it. A, mi a million dollars. I love it. I love it. A million dollars. I love it. That's a lot of money. Look at, at Missy. Me too. Look at Missy. I me mean, too. yo, if, if if that if that wouldn't like, and I'll take tips as well. If it wouldn't like oh leak, I'm dying. If, if cell phones were confiscated at the door, oh, I'm dying. Easy. Okay. Definitely. It, okay. Okay. Girl, easy million. Easy million. Literally. Okay. Easy million. Okay. Uh, if a coworker's breath was kicking, would you tell them about it or let them ruin the atmosphere? I don't think I would tell them. So we we ruin the atmosphere, huh? We all suffer. I mean, because it, it's Stacy will just make faces. It's because it's different. I feel like if someone like mm, it's tough because you never know why their breath stinks. If it's like they didn't, sometimes people have like a bacterial problem. Like yeah, and, they, yeah. and they can't right. do anything like I have a when I if I were to tell someone like oh you got this and this it's something they could change in like two seconds oh you got spinach in your teeth or whatever but right. how do you know that that person's bad breath is okay. because they ate garlic or because they literally have this this well, that's bacterial that's interesting problem because if I was like hey you know your breath is you know it's humming right now and then somebody replies with well i have gingivitis like i don't know is that a conversation that people say i have gingivitis i have gum disease I mean, well, you're telling them they're that you're telling right, them so they have to personal. bring it up. You're they telling have them to something personal. Why yeah, can't they man, tell you something that's, personal? That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, okay. How attractive are you on a scale of one to ten? Me? Not Francois the Great. You? And I'm rating myself. Of course. Um, I, I don't know. Like a, as it's like twenty five. Like a, a eight. Eight. Okay. Eight I think ten. so. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, we always want to. I like it. Solid. Solid. Missy, what you rating yourself? One to ten. I um, will plead the fifth. Okay. I don't like this question. Francois the Great, what you giving yourself one to ten? There's no number for me. I heard that. I heard the love. You love yourself. Okay. Love okay. myself. What is your biggest fear? Ooh, got the deep questions. Um, my biggest fear is um, failure. Okay, that's a fear. You okay. Know, Failing. Failing in music. Just like failure in. Or like never finding love. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. that's scary. Okay. That's but I'm scary. so young, so I'm like, okay. stop thinking that. Failure yeah, in general. Go. Yeah. You okay. Know, yeah. What, what's your hidden talent? Hmm. My hidden talent. Um. Maybe that I can. Oh gosh, I don't know. I feel like all my talents are pretty much out there. I'm a pretty. I'm a pretty good whistler. Really? Okay. Yeah. Could you like whistle? a bird call or? I can. I I found this. I found out this thing that if you whistle a note and then sing a note at the same time, uh, you can whistle like a chord. It's can really we, hold weird. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we? Can I don't know if I can do it on the spot. I mean, you, I mean, you know, wow. I can try. Maybe but... we can, I mean, it's because if you like, <laughs> who who did that? <laughs> you, you did that. I mean, that wasn't terrible. I was like, who did? You got a bird in here? 
I didn't know who did that. <laughs> okay, yes. It does make oh, it does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. The whistle makes two notes or something. That's interesting. Okay. That is interesting. You can't do it at home, friends, Spotify. No, I'm not. Uh, I, feel, try. I, feel, I can't do that. I, yeah. But it is it's still music related. That's so I right. feel like. What is. Hidden. What's your uh, favorite ride at Disneyland? So I just went to Disneyland for the first time. Okay, so you got a ride. And I kind of had a beef with them. You had a beef at Disney? Listen, listen. So I go there, and I go to this hot dog counter, whatever, to get a hot dog, and they were selling beer. So I'm like, great. So I get a beer, too. Everything's fine. Amazing. Go to this next, like, another stand that sells, like, more craft beers, and I'm like, oh. Right. I'm going to get my IPA. It's going to be amazing. I heard that. I go up to the counter and I give my ID and they're like, oh, sorry, we don't accept foreign IDs. <gasps> like driver's license. Oh, and wow. I was like, but I literally just bought a beer at the other spot. And they're like, they shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, wow. okay, so I can't buy anything. They're like, do you have your passport? And I'm like, no, I don't have my passport on me. Well, that's crazy. Why would I bring my passport? Did you wow. go back to the other guy and be like, please give me another drink? No, because the I beer over there wasn't as good. So oh. I just had some other people buy it for me. Disney's wow. turning they away don't. money? They got a right? lot of it though, right? Yeah, that's true. But my <laughs> yeah. favorite ride was probably the Incredicoaster. I okay. did it twice. That it was just that's it was dope. like fast. It had the loop. Okay. It was fun. Name an artist on your playlist. Mm. Hmm. There's many. Um, Is there an artist that you know people don't know of that you're like? I really like this artist. It's like undiscovered, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, I have tons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can I can I name multiple? Sure. Yeah, okay. Sure. Um. Sophia James, she does jazzy stuff. Okay. Check her out. Sophie Hollihan. Sure, EP just came She's out. She's dope. She's so good. Okay. She's amazing. Her EP just came out. You should really go listen to it. And um, who else? A little third. Oh, I'm going to go way out here. Al Jarreau. Wow. Al oh. my favorite I like artist him. of all time. And you know them too because you're a jazz fan. Yes. Okay. He's okay. just like, he inspired, like the way he blended jazz and pop oh, yeah. in the 80s. Right. <sighs> What's the uh, legacy people will remember you for? Legacy? Oh, my God. I'm so young. I don't even think about that. Maybe okay. just like, I don't know, like trying to trying to bring jazz back. I don't I know. In, like, in, in, in a palatable way for everyone. That's awesome. In today's sound. That's yeah. Awesome. And also just staying true to like myself and my music. That's good. Okay. What's something you always say you do but to procrastinate? Ugh, everything. <laughs> Literally everything. Okay. Waking up. Like getting ready, I I always do it, and I'm always on time. But I really like, I push, push it. it. Okay, sometimes okay. I'm trying to get better because it's not, it's not that fun when you're like, oh, I only have like five minutes to get ready and right, go. Right. Okay. If single, what celebrity would you not mind sliding in the DMs? Oh. Um, Jason Sudeikis. Wow. Oh, Jason Sudeikis. Yo, that's the first him one. Him and Ted Lasso. Yeah. Woo! Wow, you like the older guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jason Sudeikis is Jason very Sudeikis handsome. Jason Sudeikis or Hugh Grant, but like twenty years ago. Like Hugh Grant, like a Wolverine. Wolverine. Hugh Grant. Yeah. So no, no, no. That's um. Oh, 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 oh thinking Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, no. You talking about no, Hugh Grant? That was Hugh with uh, the, he was in Hugh Love Grant. Actually. He was in Notting Hill. Yes. Yeah. Wow. With that the guy. accent. He has oh, accent. Oh, yeah. guys, y'all better watch yes. out. Stacey coming. Yeah. Well, you know, Jason is single. I do know that. I'm about to say I'm a single. You're only like thirty years older than me. I'm sure he doesn't care. Sure, I don't care. I don't care. Consensual. Let's go. Uh, what's the last movie that made you cry? Um, hmm. Movie? Yes. Maybe. Uh, I don't watch a lot of movies. Okay. But song. Uh, 
Not a song. Like, honestly, like, I watched a TikTok yesterday that made me cry. So. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just a few more. What is your most used emoji? Mm. Probably the heart hands. Oh, I love yeah. I it's it's new so I just put it on everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it cuz it's like I love you. Uh Coke or Pepsi? Coke for sure. Dancing or wine tasting? Wine tasting. Okay. Duh. Duh. Okay. Duh. Uh Breakfast Club or Luminary Sounds? Luminary Sounds. Hey. Hey. All right, there's no question. Uh, we'll be right back. Two of us, you and I. 
Just the two of us with Stacy Ryan. That's Love right. Love that rendition. So yes, we've enjoyed so our time with Miss Stacy Ryan. And last, of course, it's time for just us to say goodbye. But before we do that, let people know how they can get a hold of you, all your social media, and all of that. So it's pretty simple. I'm Stacy Ryan Music everywhere. Good. You search that, you'll find me. Uh, that's the name of my website too. So if you want to look at upcoming shows merch all the songs that are coming out music videos the website's probably your best bet um i do have a single coming out soon we haven't announced the date yet but it's soon 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 soon. and it's called over tonight definitely send it to us we'll put it on the airwaves i've been oh i will i've been teasing it so if you go to my if you go to my tiktok you'll see it have you done the music video for it yet i have yes okay we actually filmed it. We actually filmed it the same day as the Deep End music wow. video. Oh nice. wow! Okay. Yeah. So that's it's ready. It's locked and locked and loaded and ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to go. And yeah, just keep an eye because there's so much coming. You yeah. know, like new music, like the single, but like you know, after that. And I know for more. all of our listeners out in New York, the New York area, you got that oh, sold true. out. Oh, I do have a show. Um, it is sold out, but you know, if you're in the area, I mean, you might. Catch me just in out. the city, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm opening for Lawrence on November 4th at Brooklyn Steel for their. They're doing All like right. a three day, uh, sort of like a festival thing mm-hmm. called okay. Staycation. Okay, it's cool. And Fun. each day has like a um, a theme. So I'm doing Y2K night. Nice. And Y2K I thought it was. Night. I thought it was, it was really funny because someone commented <laughs> and they said. Was she even around for Y2K? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I was born in Y2K, okay? I was here. Do you have I an, was here. Do you have an outfit for the Y2K night? So I need to get one. Okay. okay. Very, That's very important. It is important. I'm also, I was going to say, I have another outfit planned, but it might be like a secret thing. Okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. But it's very Y2K. Well, I love it. I can it. say that for sure. Uh, it I has been an amazing interview. A pleasure to have you on. Happy to meet you. Um, and For sure. you know, you're definitely uh, family here. So whenever you have any music, anything that you want to do, promote, whatever. Send you know, it over. I will. It, let us know and it goes yeah. in. Yeah. 100%. No, Absolutely. thank you guys for having me. This of was course. like the best day ever. That's Aww. right. Thank you. We had a great interview. Well, we really, yeah. we really do appreciate interview. it. And much uh, success to you as you continue to blossom and grow. Exactly. You. Blossom and grow. Like my guitar. Blossom. I caught that. Yeah, we'll be right back. This is Latasha Lee. I don't know. Let's go. You're now rocking with the best, the best, Luminary Sounds, the number one station for independent artists. Uh, yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Y'all thought we was going, huh? We back. We back. We back. We back with another special guest in the building, Harold Lewis. The Very UC- special. UCLA lecturer, entertainment and finance executive, Harold Lewis. How are you, sir? I am doing so well now that I'm here. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You've been here for a while, but it is now your turn to shine. Definitely right. talking to a, talking to the mic. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate that. Right. Now, we, we actually met you. We didn't meet you. We seen you at the Oxnard College campus uh, a few weeks ago. You yes. were having a lecture then with the Oxnard College students. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, you know, it was uh, a, a wonderful experience. Um, Oxnard uh, has uh, been supporting the uh, Sight and Sound Film Festival for a number of years, and they just brought it back. It was on a hiatus uh, during COVID. Okay. And so Anitra Lawson, uh, one of the uh, professors, 
she had asked me to come over and do a, a presentation to the student body there, and I was just so happy to be able to do that because I actually graduated from Oxnard College a long okay, time. Okay, all right, all right. Don't ask when and all that stuff. <laughs> no, okay, that's okay. Yeah. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Something I well, when we left because we were really hungry, we had we had just done the show. Uh, you were talking about house party yeah. and that just stuck out to me yeah. for quite some time and you were just getting into how the mistakes that were made in the yeah. movie industry in the finance department so yeah. you're into finance with film and television you're right okay right. can you tell us about that yeah so uh, my uh, entertainment financing background actually goes back a number of years um, and prior to doing uh, film I was uh, I worked for a BET and I was the general manager and uh, chief financial officer for the music division. Actually, what happened is that Bob Johnson, who owned BET at the time, mm. had acquired our company and melded into wow. uh, his portfolio. Wow, that's interesting. And, then, and so then, um, so then, going and talking about uh, the film finance business, I had become eventually become the um, uh, the head of entertainment banking at Union Bank, and that's really where really started focusing on on the film in the film industry. And so it just kind of took off from there. And you reference House Party. House Party was like one. One of my favorite movies. I just loved it. Oh, you know? yeah. great movie. Yeah, man. It and was. you know, it still it's comes on every now and then. And, you know, you watch it and everything. It was, it's wonderful. But I had the privilege to uh, work with and talk with the director and uh, Reginald. Who, yeah, Reginald Helen. Reginald. I mean, the Helen brothers. They're just mm -hmm. uh, awesome. Oh anyway, yeah. Right. So, but the, but the thing was is that a, a lot of people uh, of color, particularly back at that time, didn't really know how financing was structured. Yeah. And had they known all the ins and outs about how financing was structured, uh, they could have made some decisions that would hmm. have uh, really affected their pocketbook today. And I so see. that's one of the things yeah. that we want to solve. So it's, speaking of solve, is that why you created courses? Yeah. Okay. So let me let me give you a little bit of background as to... Uh, yeah, what the do the course courses actually, cover? Yeah, the courses actually came by accident, if you will, mm. right? So what I was doing is I was raising money for different individual producers mm. and directors, uh, and I had been going all, going all over the world to find financing for them and various different things. And then I created a platform, which is called Pitch to Me. That's where a person can uh, pitch their film project to investors. And through that experience, I learned that um, uh, there was some preparation work that needed to be done first. So the filmmakers needed to be educated in film finance because they could just get out there, pitch their project, and really not hold on to their intellectual property. I see. Ownership, you know, like copyright, just mm -hmm. like, you know, you would have your master's, okay, owning mm -hmm. your master's. So anyway, so I, uh, I created this course really to help um, my, the, the, my staff to understand the ins and out of film finance. Mm. And so after that happened, I realized that there was a great market for it because I had a conversation with uh, the dean at UCLA and he said, Harold, why don't you create a course for us? And I thought, hey, that's a great idea. At UCLA. At UCLA. Wow. So, so he, he says, okay, create the course for us at UCLA. And I said, that's great. But as I was spent the time putting it together, I said, everybody should know this. Mm, every right. person, not just going to UCLA, but every person uh, on the planet that is involved in entertainment should know how this works. Even people involved in music. And as I mentioned before, that's part of my background, too. It, you really need to know and be able to follow the money. 
You need to understand money. You know, you need to understand how it behaves and you need to know how you can maximize wow. your value. And so that's why I created the course. And you asked about, uh, about the content of the course. Yes. Okay. So the, the course is, is, is basically six different modules and we take you from A to Z. So, uh, the first part is soft money, which is we call free money. So for an example, uh, you can get tax credits, right? So the state will give you money if you film there or any tax authority around the world hmm. will, will give you money to film there because it promotes tourism. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, you, no, no idea. Yeah. yeah. That look on your face is yeah. going to get started now, right? Yeah. We, <laughs> got, we got a script. We got <laughs> a script right now. Not a Marie. <laughs> Everybody got a script, man. So I'm trying to help you yeah. uh, make that script a reality, okay. right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, so we teach the phases, of the various different phases of soft money, which includes product placement. You see a Budweiser uh, in a uh, uh, in a film, or you see a certain car or whatever. That's product placement. And uh, you get you can get paid for that merchandising, toys, various different things. So we teach how that that process goes, and then we get into debt financing. Now mm -hmm. you know when you talk mm -hmm. about debt loans, everybody everybody got a little bit of debt, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but we we teach you. <laughs> oh oh my goodness, that's beautiful. No debt. I I need to hang out with you. Thank a little you. Bit I more. paid it all off. Yeah, well, here, Missy. Since if you have no debt, then can I borrow some money? <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I got some I need to pay. Let me get a dollar. Yeah, there you go. But but we we move from from uh, from free money into uh, debt financing, and debt financing covers about twenty different types of debt financing that you will need at various uh, stages of your film development. So at the front end, you have development funds, and then at certain times, you are going to need various different types of loans that have a short, sometimes in a long duration. And then we move from their equity, and that's when a person wants to invest in mm. there and participate in the profits. But do you need a, do you need a, like a finance background to no. even get into the courses? Isn't that beautiful? You don't have to be afraid of math, okay, okay to take our course. In fact, mm. we've made it. We've made it. We simplified it so that uh, the filmmaker would be able to uh, get the maximum value out of it. And how we did that is that we realized that filmmakers didn't go to school for math. They went to school to learn how to put their film together, how to produce it, and all the technical issues, right? So we don't want to scare them. We want to educate them. So we made it simple enough to where they don't need to be afraid of math. You don't need to have a math background or anything like that. And, um, and then, um, so it's accessible to just about anybody. Okay. Right? Finance for dummies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but we, we would like to say that uh, they're just a little unaware. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the, the dummies series, they're pretty popular, right? It yeah. is. Yeah, Finance but it for is. dummies. They're, they're books, just in case if anyone doesn't yeah, yeah, know. They're yeah. books. They're it's books. not an insult. It's but, a book, yes. guys. But you know what the thing is, though? This is real because if you don't know how money works and how it behaves, then you're very vulnerable then to some uh, what we would call bad actors or some people mm. that would take mm. advantage of you uh, in how you structure your deal. Right. So, and that's really important because you don't want to have any regrets. Now, uh, we were talking about Reggie before. If Reggie had come to me at that time, I would have been able to guide him and say, this is how you should do it. You should do it independently and not go directly to the studio wow. uh, immediately and the structured deal to where you're going to be getting income for the, the rest of your life from that movie. And I, and I know, not to cut you off, I know I was talking mm -hmm. to Junior while we left your um, 
seminar there and I let him know they're filming House Party. I think it's actually completed. It's House Party 4. Yeah. Okay. With Jacob Lattimore, mm -hmm. and it's gonna be on Netflix. And I don't know cool. yeah. how that works out for Reggie. Well, but well, uh, Reggie, house party's so big now for the culture. Yeah, Reggie uh, always has been. Yeah, yeah. There you go, and it, it's important. Is uh, but Reggie, there may be some residual value. Reggie didn't actually write it by himself. Okay. So the writer uh, is always going to be able to get paid, and whoever, hmm. uh, unless they've sold some of their uh, some of their rights, but mm -hmm. normally they. I I seen um um Ice Cube with Friday, and yeah. he had this uh, interview he did. Uh, I think it was with Drink Champs, and they were mm -hmm. talking about him coming back yes. out to do the next Friday. Right. And he's like, it's like ready to go, but it's being held up because you know the studio will not put it out there. Yeah. And he goes, it's on limb. So what is what is that situation where you're the writer? It's your content. Did he give up his rights? Well, this see here for distribution. So you know, I just love that uh, question because. The reality of it is, is that he didn't own the rights. He had a uh, he had what you might call an output deal, and and mm. and what happened is, in in his case, the studio owns the rights to the movie, right? But Ice Cube has been trying to get those rights back because he is. Uh, I think he's said something to the effect that he had did ten scripts that they had turned down. Mm. How did okay. he lose the rights? He never, well, what happens is, is whoever the writer is, uh, the writer maintains the rights, not the producer necessarily, okay? So, the, wow. and there's this thing called reversion. So after about 20 years that it's out in the market, then the writer, it comes back to the writer. And and and, and so uh, I, uh, it was one of those kind of things, I believe DJ Pooh was the yes. original yes. writer. Yes, of, I think so. Yeah. DJ Pooh. Yeah, so mm -hmm. DJ Pooh, which, you know, I mean, he was incredible at his time. But uh, DJ Pooh, uh, those would go back to him. But see, when you sign a distribution deal, you give that until that deal is over. Okay, wow. so so they can have that. That could be like a 20-year deal. So it's usually at least 20 years. 20 years. It could wow. even be more. Yeah, see, so yeah. Wow. So wow. you could re-up it. Yeah. You know, and so, and so not knowing that in advance, you know, and knowing what the power of that is in advance, it's it's a it's a lot more challenging. Well, that's nineteen ninety five. Yeah, uh, Friday, and it's on Netflix now too. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so so one of the things that uh, the one of the things that we do when we talk about equity and we talk about um, uh, uh, we talk about analytics. Mm -hmm. So part of the course, one of the modules is analytics, and analytics will basically help you understand what is the future value of that money and that income stream over that 20 year period. That's what your course will teach. Right. So we'll teach you uh, the maturity. Uh, <clears throat> exactly. So we'll, it, we do projections and then we do uh, uh, various different analysis. And if I could just take a moment to just break it down Please. to you just a little bit. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so, so for an example, one of the things that we're most proud of is that we have, we have a, one of our programs are called risk pro. It's an actual financial program that you can use on your computer. And what it does, it will take 30 different elements of a film project before it's made, like the actor, the genre, the rating that you're achieving, the budget, and all of this information, and we dump it into our algorithm, and our algorithm That's then- crazy. Yeah, it That's is, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It will tell you before whether or not yeah, the film has a high or a low probability of success. 
So for an example, it mm. mimics a, a FICO score. And this young lady right here that has absolutely no debt no that debt. I'm going to be borrowing some money from. <laughs> Get in this. I guess yeah. I need some new investments. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> here you go. Invest in me. Right. So check this out. So check this out. So what oh, happened is you, you dump this information into this algorithm with all, all these elements and it will tell you in advance what the probability is a success or failure. And it's going to be able to tell you that that quickly. So what we've done is we forced it or designed it rather to mimic a FICO, not, I shouldn't say FICO score because that's uh, copyrighted, but uh, a, a credit score. Mm -hmm. so, the, so it'll give you a risk rating from 350 to 900. Okay. okay. What's the success rate of the probability? Well, the, it's it's extraordinarily high. When we it did, it was like 91%. That's, okay. Oh, okay. that's, that's pretty high. high. Yeah, yeah, it's 91. And the reason why we did it, because we back-tested it on over 300 films, mm. right? So we went through 15 years of films wow. and put all of that information in, in there, and that's how we extracted it out. So what that will do is that'll let you know quickly that you need to change some elements. You can't get away with this particular film at this rating or maybe this genre, or maybe that you maybe you need to bump up your producer or the director or actor one, two or three, what have you. So it takes all that information in. I have Please. a question about sure. the probability again. Mm -hmm. Does it also take into account of like location and time that you're shooting the movie? Like maybe like I'm shooting it in Mississippi. This mm -hmm. this location might not work, or the time of year. Does that yeah, also it, go into it? It does because uh, it, for not being a filmmaker, uh, <laughs> you, that's a pretty perceptive question. Well, uh, you know, Francis, Francis, why not myself? We wrote a few. Uh, okay, so y'all go hit me up before I. Well, Missy gonna give you the money, and after Missy gives you the money, we gonna give you the script. And this, this is a package deal. Man, I love this. This is luminary film. We get into something new here. Family affair. Yeah. So, so uh, what happens? Uh, <laughs> uh, she didn't I, know she I was... need to read the script for yeah. before I invest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what happens? Uh, and the reason why I said it's perceptive because uh, a part of the the location is going to determine the tax credits. Oh. So how much you're going to get. And typically uh, that could range from 20 percent to all the way like in uh, uh, in New Orleans or even all of Louisiana to 30 percent. Mm. So you have a budget of 10 million dollars. You can get three million dollars for it. Wow. Right. So, you know, that's it, what uh, Brad Pitt was shooting stuff out there. Yeah. And it, I started hearing about that a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's why you get a lot uh, a movie shot in Canada. I mean, they oh. can make Toronto look like New York all day long. So, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot involved in that. So location is important. Um, wow. We also ask the, the the time of year you're going to drop uh, the, the, film. the film. Okay, there you go. And, and, and that's important. And the reason why timing is important because um, the favorite time of year is... It's summertime, huh? Summertime, May. Why is that? Because wow. everyone... Kids are out of school. Look at my boy. I already know that. We ready, Missy. Let's get this That's thing going. It. That's it. Well, y'all yeah. should come work with me. <laughs> Not for me, but work with me because okay. you know it. Yeah. No, but seriously, that's yep. that's the time. Okay. But yeah. then, you know, it used to be, and this is just a, a thing in the industry. Um, you, if there was a movie that was financed for $60 million, uh, uh, those movies tend to be dropped in January and February. For $60 million? For 60? Yeah. For the film fest? No. Oh. Beginning of the year? No. Interesting. Because they were going to be absolute dogs and losers. Wow. Okay? Because there's a sweet spot, okay, that you should be... Uh, uh, if, if movies that are around $60 million, th there's not enough 
uh, they probably paid most of it to one star and they didn't oh. really they, so they didn't have a budget to do a whole bunch of other Man, stuff I'm learning a lot right so here. they try yeah, to bury sure. it now the reason is january they drop it in january so the executives at the studio will still get their bonus okay and they won't have to include a dog in there wow okay. <laughs> right they'll get their bonus so if they dropped it you know the month before in december and that's included that's going to be a negative to their bonus of course uh, as it is. Yeah. so yeah. so what you're telling us is it's pretty much they want to make sure they recoup personally wow so so that's that's crazy yeah it it is but but uh, what about everybody else but but let's let's talk about this for a second everybody else so um the the sweet spot for like a a, a ethnic minority moving is about 15 to 20 million dollars if you if you do a movie for 15 or 20 million dollars like uh, uh, we were talking about House Party, it was two and a half million dollar budget. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fridays I think was uh, like eight or something like yeah. six or eight. Wow. Okay, so you do do a movie like that. Guess what? Y'all gonna go to the movie? You're gonna uh, of course. Most minorities spend a, uh, a a larger portion of their budget on going to the movies and watching film and watching entertainment than any other other group. So mm-hmm. so. Uh, so like Wakanda forever. So yeah, man. So if you if mm-hmm. you if you do a movie for fifteen million, you're gonna do probably. I mean, this is almost automatic. You're gonna do ninety five million dollars at the box office. Well, and then when you do ninety five million at the box office, then that means that you're going to be you've done like four times the amount of uh, of your budget. That means that all the ancillary things such as uh, Netflix and uh, Hulu. Prime, Hulu, all that stuff, you're gonna make a ton of money. Okay, you and it's it's wow. just a phenomenon. And then after, when the when the movie hits, everyone says, "Wow, yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I you know, I knew it was gonna work." Uh, uh-uh, uh, that's a lie. If an executive, if an executive, one of the majors says, "I knew it was gonna work," okay. for an ethnic minority film, he's not telling the truth. Okay. They're not telling the truth because they <laughs> they are cringing, hoping that yeah. is going to do it, but it comes through every time. Give you an example: uh, uh, a, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, um, former uh, partner, the, uh, Tim Story. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So Tim does great he, guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tim is is just wonderful. awesome and the nicest person oh, you ever is. meet. Love Tim Story. Yes, I've been to his church. Okay. All right, yeah, Tim, Tim is is just super cool people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he used to work for me back in the day shooting my movie videos when I was at BET. So, um, anyway, Tim, when he does, uh, when he did um, Barbershop, so he does Barbershop, right? And uh, at the time, Barbershop was twelve million bucks when he when he the first one he the did. first one yeah. yeah. So the executives were all uh, after it came out and blew up. They're like, yeah, we knew we was going to do it. They were sweating bullets before that. But it's it's consistent. You do that. Think like a man. Boom. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. And so. Was that like a 20 million budget as well? 30 million? No, it was less than that. I mean, really? they, yeah, they bought the book. I think it was, I think it was like 15, between 12 wow, and 15. interesting. Yeah. And so, you know, if you, here's, but let me tell you something that hasn't been tapped. Okay, the uh, Hispanic market, the Latin market right there, they could replicate, they could replicate exactly what a uh, uh, barbershop or uh, any of those movies and they would make a fortune. I know they so would. So that's what I'll be in, in uh, investing is Mexican music, Mexican hey, movies. Hey, but you know what? Let me, well, his name is Carlos I, in the I, film. So can I, give, I think can, I, can I give you a little bit of a hint, though, yes, uh, about yes. how to make money in film? Yes. Please. The best way to make money 
is do not isolate it with any particular group. Merge them. Mm, mm. We've done analysis. Okay. If you if 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 uh, if African Americans and Latinos got together and put a movie together, it's gonna be crazy. And it's gonna you get those cultures. Those cultures are so beautiful together. Can you, They're gonna make wow. a, a a fortune. It's so funny you say that because one of my favorite films is Our Family Wedding. Oh, there you go. Okay, it's about a black man that marries a Mexican right. woman. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen. I, it. I know you're talking about. But it's a, it's a great it, film. Okay, let me give you let me give you an example. So, uh, um, do you remember we were talking uh, about Fridays? Do you remember Friday after next? Yes, remember I do. When they had moved to the suburbs, yes, I remember okay, that. Yeah. like that. Do you remember old yeah, boy? Yeah, 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 with, yeah, with the next dog. Door, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, dog. yeah, yeah, yeah. And his sister. Yes. Okay. And his sister, yes. Was that crazy? Was that funny. was crazy. That's what that I'm made, saying. That makes sense now. That's what and I'm that saying. still did well. Yeah, it did fantastic. It did well. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, the first one was. It was funnier, but the yeah. second one was pretty good with, uh, you yeah. know, with uh, Pinky and yeah. Mike Epps. Yeah. Man, that was I good. I like the second yeah. one better. Yeah. But uh, what's his name? Yeah. And, and, uh, and you had Cat Williams. Cat. Yeah. yeah. Cat Did you Williams. remember the bathroom scene? It was good. Scene? We don't want to talk about it, but you remember the bathroom scene? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. All right. Everybody remember that. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, so those kind of movies, relatively low budget. But, uh, you know, if I was an actor and I was going to do it, I would make sure that I got some uh, some upside potential with right. getting uh, a participation. But anyway, mm -hmm. so, you know, we do the financial analysis. Then we help uh, pitch. We uh, help um, uh, filmmakers pitch their movie, not just like pitching it to a studio. We're talking about pitching it directly to an investor so that they can retain some ownership wow. rights of their film. And so uh, we teach them how to pitch it financially. So there's two parts of a move. You have the creative piece and then you have the financial piece. And you need to be able to speak investor language in order to, uh, for that to make any sense to them. I see, I see. So we teach um, all parts. That's so that's what you thing. would consider the students would get out of the course then? Yeah, what they're going to get out of the course, they're going to they're gonna be prepared to have a serious discussion with an investor or investor group. And they're going to be able to speak their language. They're going to be able to articulate why this film makes so much sense, does, not it. just from a creative standpoint, but from a financial standpoint, because that's what the investor is interested in. They're interested in making sure that uh, they're going to uh, not only get their money back, that's the number one thing, right? but then also be able to get some upside. You just mentioned something, getting your money back. Now, of course, are they going to also be able to understand the latter side of it? If you do not get your money back, mm -hmm. what is the plan? Exactly. So you, you need to make sure. So in the financial analysis, we uh, we discuss risk mitigation. Okay. Okay. So you got to mitigate the risk, anticipate the risk. Don't be afraid of it, but then put some structures in place for, for mitigation. Uh, and uh, would you like to, let me give you an example yeah, go ahead. Of, yeah. uh, of a bad mitigation strategy. Okay. Uh -oh. There was a, a movie called Maiden Heist. And this was uh, done by a friend of mine, a uh, producer or a client of ours uh, named Bob Yari. Mm. And uh, anyway, Bob is a, a wonderful guy to me. But they did something really weird with the movie. I seen that movie. Yeah, it was a good movie, but it never. It's, is it this one? Yeah, but it I never. It. It, it never got released mm. theatrically at the theaters. And the reason why it didn't is because the deal was what we would call bifurcated, which means basically a split in two. So. They sold the 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 uh, the CD uh, the the DVD rights to Sony, but the other distributor uh, was responsible for the box office and everything. 
Hmm. Now, now think about it. You're going to make oh. more money on the DVD than you're going to do on the box office. The box office, you're taking the biggest risk, right? Because yeah. yeah. if no one goes to see it, no one's no one is going to see it, right? So and your profit wow. would be low, right? Right, so very low. Yeah. So so wow. so it never got theatrically released, so it had to rely on DVD oh. in order to get the money. So that was not a good strategy going in for the number one. Um, took your uh, course. It would have yeah. took your course. It would have been all right. Oh, man, dude. Wow. It, it's, it's so amazing. Every day the, uh, the value of our course is reproved, not just to me, but to, to, to our students. Uh, one simple example is, uh, I think I may have even talked about this over at, um, at the film festival here at, at the college. And that was about how you need to supervise your lawyers or your accountants or what have you. You cannot trust them and just say, hey, oh, take care of me. You're smarter than me. I, you know, I don't know about finances. I've never been good with money. And my cousin Ray Ray, he good with money. But, you know, I ain't that good with money. You can't do that. Wow. Right. You can't you can't do that because uh, for example, Pookie and them. Pookie and them. OK, so the problem is is that uh, they allow this one uh, 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 director, and uh, I, th I use the example of, um, of uh, Rhapsody, okay? Uh -huh. okay? So Bohemian Rhapsody. So, yep. the, so the director takes a net participation deal as opposed to a gross participation deal. Mm -hmm. Now, if you and I wanted to know how much it made at the box office, we could type it in and boom, it'll say, right? right. All right, a net particip uh, uh, participation deal or profit participation deal, you can't do that because you would have to have the books, Yep. right? And the way that they do the books, they dump all kinds of expenses onto that. Which we walked in on. You were talking okay, about the expenses. Right, okay. You were talking about all the expenses <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah the, the guy that... The the valet guy or whatever the dog guy, walker everybody mm -hmm. that everybody was that hotel yeah. room I stayed in last yeah. week yeah. All, all of that all, all of that. those expenses. well you know the uh, this goes back to my um, to my uh, music days but I used to have wow. artists that would wanted these elaborate um, videos right you remember back in the day you I mean it was nothing to have a three hundred thousand five hundred million <laughs> Michael Jackson was the first ones to break oh, the million was. dollar but here's the problem Sony and Michael Jackson I mean it was all cool but um, he had to pay for, for that. Michael. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so like, you know, uh, like your limo, your clothes, all of that comes off, you know, comes out of your pocket. Okay. So you mean, it's all cool up front, but then when the money starts <laughs> being, yeah, trying to recoup. <laughs> so, so all yeah. of that is in there and it's the same as movies, you know, the, 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 uh, they, they're legally able, the studios are legally able to attribute certain non-film related expenses mm. to your budget particularly if it's a winner why because then they can bring it down to make it a dog or a loser and then they don't have to share any of the, any of the profits oh so they don't have to share the profits and yeah as it continues to grow right. netflix and yeah. streaming platforms yeah they, they continue keep, to they keep paid. writing it off and writing down oh, gotcha. okay. all the expenses Just so that terrible. it'll always say Breaking zero <laughs> Just yeah, terrible. Yeah, we would love to share our money with you, but you know, it just hasn't done a perform the way we expected. Oh man, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. We, we are going to take a break and come right back, but this is going to be uh, this is a gap, man. We'll be right back. Uh, yes, Uncle Charlie, like Francois the Great say, back.
in the day when there were bridges to I songs. Know. And they used to let that, don't that, you, that drummer just do his thing. Yeah, I just like, do everything. Percussions, it. do your thing. Yeah, now it's in PC. Now it's just like, <laughs> look, we, we got something here. It's, the song ended like two minutes and 30 seconds. We ain't doing none of that. Yeah, we good, we good. I, I'm, uh, I definitely want to talk about Reggie with House Party because what's the residual effect of that bad deal? As House Party continues to to grow and blossom yeah. to this day, you know, and he's kind of like what cut out. They, they don't have any kind of money that still keeps pouring in now because of the deal he made. Yeah, I I don't know all the the deal points in that particular thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't. Um, I did look up, and Reggie is a writer. Yeah, so then so, Reggie, so he does so get Reggie. Yes. Okay, Reggie, okay, okay, right. he, he then in that writership connotes uh, ownership, but if you sold. The uh, or leased it. It's probably a better way to say it. Sure. You know, leasing your rights for a, mm -hmm. a period of time. Okay. Because there's some reversion. So so and and by the way, that's where the money is 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 in the writing ability, of right? Course. You know, you do that. So with a person like Reggie, and I had this conversation with him, and um, so I wouldn't want to say that it was a bad deal because it was the deal that was offered to him, and he was At so yeah, he was so excited about getting that opportunity and it exposed him to a lot of other things. So I, I wouldn't couch it like that, but I would say this, this is what Reggie told me. He said, Harold, if I had a known what it would have done in, in, uh, as far as money is concerned, mm -hmm. I would have probably did another deal, but I was so excited that they wanted yeah. to do my deal, uh, that they pay me more money than I had. He was happy, yeah. you know, but he said that he has regretted that ever since uh you know and so what we try to do is minimize those regrets by thinking through that process before mm -hmm. before you get excited before you know people tell you that you know uh that hey i'm gonna put some money in your pocket uh there's more than you ever had well it's not more than you will ever get if you do it do it right and and again the subject is independent film financing not right. studio deals I'm not saying that you should never do a studio deal, but I'd rather put a deal together and then sell it to a studio down the road after I've gone ahead and market tested and I know what the value of it's gonna be so that I won't be short okay. and, and you have a trending topic too about uh -huh. this? Okay, yeah, let's get that ready. It's time for trending topics <laughs> with Missy Talk. With Missy Talk. For entertainment, fashion, and music. She got you. She got you. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I got you. I'll let you know all the pop culture, celebrity gossip, current events. Today, let's talk the IRS. Ooh. Uh oh. Most of you, most of the time, uh, when you deal with the IRS, you're thinking you owe money, or they're about to do an audit on you, and it's bad <laughs> news. I'm laughing already. Never does somebody get audited and they think that they're going to get money back. Well, that's exactly what happened to Tyler Perry after a three-year-long audit, which ended up costing him hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, when it was all said and done, his accountants were elated with the news, but Perry did not share the excitement. He said, how did you miss me paying an extra $9 million? You fired. So I just want to ask you guys, <laughs> what, how do you feel about that? Like, what if the IRS comes up to you? I mean, average Joe. What if the IRS comes up to you um, and gives you twenty thousand dollars and said, "Listen, your tax lady, your tax lady missed it. Here's back twenty thousand dollars. Would you fire her? Would you be excited? What are you guys thinking?" Uh, tw 
I mean, $20,000. I'm just saying, I'm just giving you an example. Would you be mad if your tax lady... Well, yeah, I'm trying to see, you know, where am I, where's my tax bracket at for me to get 20000 back uh, versus, you know, like two or three grand. And when you're talking about $9 million, you got to fire them. They obviously don't know what they're no, doing. No, I'm not saying Terry... Tyler, per- um, Tyler, Tyler Perry was missing two twenty thousand dollars. I'm saying an average Joe. An average if Joe. we done twenty thousand dollars and compared to the celebrity status of nine million dollars, does that make sense? Well, forget uh, my twenty thousand dollar question. How do you feel about the IRS owing Tyler Perry nine million dollars? Well, um, I, I'm glad that Tyler they owed him yeah. that instead of locking him up. So you know, okay. uh, uh, if you were Wesley Snipes or somebody Ooh. like that, yeah. you you would uh, appreciate just getting the refund. As far as firing someone is concerned, and those are big dollars, and that's real money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, you have to be you have to take that in consideration. But there are some legitimate times that there's some fog in the I, the tax code mm-hmm. that a person could legitimately overlook. Absolutely. Wow. Nine million dollar overlook. Now keep in mind, this is one thing that we talk about even in our course. No one is gonna have your interest uh, better uh, than you. Mm-hmm. you. You're going to, uh, your interest needs to be defended and the best person to defend it is, is you. Now in the case w- with nine million dollars that was left on the table, um, that accountant's bank account did not reflect any change, any difference based on how long it took him to prepare that tax return, right? Mm-hmm. So had he included the $9 million, he would have gotten the same money. So their interest was not completely aligned with ter- uh, Tyler's. Mm-hmm. They didn't care that that, that $9 yeah. million wasn't, wasn't important to them. What was important to them is their fee. Okay. Right. Okay. So right. you have to make sure that they have him in his be- their best interest. Absolutely. And you and, and I'm not trying to say that uh, Tyler should be a tax accountant. Yeah. Right. Okay. However, when you're dealing with that kind of money, sometimes it's better to get a second opinion. And well, for me, well, I love point. I love the question. Uh, for me personally, look, I know I always find laughter and everything. I'll send him a bottle of champagne because that's my fault. I, I kind of feel like when it comes to like your own money, of course, you're going to have people that you hire on your team to help you out with certain things. But you also have to have an idea of what's going out and what's going in. So. So Tyler, actually, he um, like you said earlier that uh, he didn't know what he was doing with finance. He mm-hmm. never had the and He did not obviously have of your course. course. Not. Right. Okay, right. So <laughs> he didn't know what was going on. So he trusted all these accountants yeah. to do what they do. And like he said, he said that by the amount of money that he spent on this audit, he would have went to Harvard like so many times over. Yeah. And to your point, mm. to your point. So this is why accountants, C- CPAs, have errors and omissions insurance, mm. right? So that will yeah. take care of and may prevent, may prevent any discrepancies. A yeah. A lawsuit. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to is I got an army of lawyers. You got an army of lawyers. Let them do battle. So so to prevent that mm-hmm. and to and to, wow. uh, to do it in advance, you, there's probably some big, really uh, flashing light uh, categories in that tax return that were overlooked. Mm. And it was probably that was overlooked was probably and I'm, I'm just guessing I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to say it anyway. OK, <laughs> say it. So it, say was it, prob- it was probably they did not take depreciation in the write down mm. of certain assets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's certain movies that he may have made in the past 
and there's certain uh, assets that they didn't uh, they didn't do the proper depreciation or mm-hmm. even uh, uh, the certain write-offs for non-performing assets, and that's wow. usually the big red flag. And I would have been yeah. on top of that immediately. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the kind of person that's like, well, if I don't know how to do it, which I don't know how to do taxes, right. I, I would take it to the account and be like, listen, this is your world. This is your realm. You should know exactly what you're doing. I would trust them. No, it's a great but, topic. It's, it's real stuff. Real. It really happens. So I think I would be happy about the nine million dollars coming back. I'd oh, be like, yeah, sure. let's that's, put it back in my pocket. Yeah, but, great. but OK, but check this out. OK, can I can I throw a little yes. right yeah, devil's ass. Right right love it. Let's well, go. well, well, I, I ain't going to advocate for the devil. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right. The devil is the guy that's on the other side you of the table, lie. the other side of the table that you're doing a deal with. Right. So but anyway, so here's a, here's something to consider. I, uh, one of the things that I teach is the time value of money. Mm-hmm. So getting the nine million dollars back three years later, or four years later. OK, it has depreciated probably by about 20 or 30 percent the value of that money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Tyler could have taken that $9 million, invested in one of the films that we were talking mm. about and had a hundred million. And that's probably yeah. why he fired them. Yes, because it's called the opportunity cost. He lost some opportunity right there by not having that. And so again, with our courts, we teach that. We teach, yeah. hey, it isn't about, it's, it's almost like this. If I said, listen, man, uh, I'm gonna give you $5,000 right now, mm-hmm. or I'll give you 5,000 in a year from now. Well, at the current inflation rate of, let's say, 10%, it would be worth $4,500 next year. And that's real talk. And you you know yes. you know why it's real? Now, some of you brothers are in shape and everything. You you all are in shape. You love me. I'm trying in these right? But some, some people have to buy groceries, okay? <laughs> Y'all don't eat, so you don't have to worry <laughs> so about it. We some, ain't eating right Somebody here. Some people have to buy groceries. Well, if you, uh, if you go to the grocery store frequently lately... You know that it costs Eggs more money. Wait, everything's five dollars. It's crazy. I mean, uh, 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 a couple of five dollars. Five dollars. Hey, five dollars for uh, for uh, everything, avocado, for, man. Everything five dollars. That's real, I, everything. That's what I do. Everything. I say five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, <laughs> thirty-five, seventy-five. I, everything I go five dollars. Yeah, I had I got a, I got a water last week everything. for five dollars. That's what I'm I saying. I was so mad. Yeah. Hey, don't go to uh, don't go to one of these stadiums. Don't come to Sherman Oaks. It's eight dollars. Yeah, exactly, man. It was at a concert. So but... so so the point is wow. is that the time value of money needs to be in that calculus before sure. you can go ahead. Cool. Say I got a good deal. All right. Now, whether you want to give me that five thousand, if you gave me five thousand now right. or five forty five, I take both. Either one. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I'll deal with the give me the money. <laughs> but, so are you firing your accountant? No, I wanna know. Well, you know, I tell you, I spent so much time uh being the CFO and responsible for those type of things uh, I watch things very carefully okay so the accountants yes I would I would fire them I'm not sure if I'd fire them immediately I'd fire them after uh, allowing them to appease me okay okay oh. appease me Smart. okay Smart so, man. okay you remember uh, in house party <laughs> no, no, Fridays and Fridays Hey, hey, Craig, what you got on my drink? Yeah. Okay, I think yeah. I, was, yeah. that, was that what Debo says? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, what yeah. you got on my drink? Okay, so what you got on my loss? Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness! What you got on my loss, man? What you, you got on the you, loss? You know, you know what I, you know what I think about <laughs> when I hear that. I think about like the employees that go to the Christmas parties and they all celebrate and they have a good time, and then they come back the next year and they're like. 
why am I stuffing boxes? Yeah, part of your life. Yeah, exactly. Man. Wow, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. So, where are you going uh, with your lecture next? What's your next spot? Where are you going to teach? Well, so uh, what we're doing right now, um, we have right now we have a worldwide footprint. So what nice. we do is we connect with um, with um, film festivals all over the world, and most of them have audiences that are also filmmakers. So some go to film festivals just to watch the movies, but as you saw at Oxnard College, there's there's lectures and there's workshops. And so we want to get our, our program into all those workshops for Good. exposure. We're uh, looking forward to and hoping to be able to uh, uh, go to the Santa Barbara Film Festival and Fingers actually crossed. do a live presentation there. We are, our, our school is online, uh, as you know, and we also are, we have a pre-recorded uh, film finance seminar that is called The Big Reveal. Big Reveal. Yes, and The Big Reveal, a person can watch that and we've uh, we've went ahead and covered the cost for that for people so they don't have to pay to, to watch it. But it walks them through the process of the film finance, a part of the uh, of the business that allows them to understand the value and need for additional education. And I, I always say this, you know, you have to be willing to invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not mm -hmm. willing to invest in yourself, how can you go up to someone and say, give me five million dollars? That's okay, true. so you Very need to, true. You, know, you, you need to invest in yourself so that you can make sure that uh, you get your money right. Well, you know, it has been a wealth of knowledge yeah. today. I really appreciate it. How can people, you know, get to your courses? Where can they go? How can they get to you? Okay, all they need to do is go to realmoneycourses.com. That's R E E L M O N E Y C O U. R-S-C-O-U-R-C-S dot com. Okay. Uh, so if they make a mistake and do R-E-A-L, yeah, we'll still, yeah. yeah, it's all good. I got both of them. You right? got both. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Real, so yeah. so they, they can go in there and they can uh, see the demonstration videos. They Man. can see, you know, uh, our analytics videos and, and, and how the whole process works. And uh, they're invited to always sign up for our, um, for our newsletter and be able okay. to, to contact us. And um, yeah, and so by doing that, uh, or they could take the course at UCLA, but not everybody gets a chance to go to UCLA. I know, so. I know. Off air, I was calling you Mr. Wealth of Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, for UCLA students, yes. is it a course that you? So you'll teach. It's a one-time course, like a one day. Um, uh, no, 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 it's not a one day. Oh, the, it's like a, a the, whole no, it's semester? A whole, it's a whole, uh, UCLA's on the quarter system, oh, so it's, it's a, a whole quarter. Whole, whole so quarter. I'll, teach okay. it, I'll teach it live at UCLA uh, only in the summertime, obviously, because okay. I'm running a business. But mm. I teach it live at UCLA. Uh, it's the same course that they would get online. It's, okay. It's, you know, it's, um, it's probably more reasonable, uh, more budget-friendly online but they'd have to determine that for themselves okay uh, but yeah at yeah every summer okay. so i'll be teaching again at ucla well my cousin goes there that's why I oh yeah well definitely okay and it's called yeah. the program in film finance okay Mm -hmm. That's I'll awesome. Pass, I'll pass along the info. Oh, yes. Well, it has been a pleasure, uh, Mr. Lewis, Harold Lewis. And, you know, we would like to have you back. You know, you're part of sure, the family here. Sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's been, it's been great. It's been, it's yeah. been awesome. It's your boy, Francois the Great. Junior Leto. Missy Talks. We'll see you later.